welcome to another episode of the Sensational Kit Show. This week, I've been thinking a lot about my energy levels and thinking about being a bit more discriminating in terms of what I'm going to spend my energy on. And I was on some message boards and again saw um, people use the term spoons as in I don't have many spoons left or I really could do with another spoon or two. And I thought that I would do a bit of research into where the idea of spoons has come from. So if you think about the energy that you have, we don't necessarily think about the energy that it takes to do things such as put in our shoes, have a shower, you know, take the dogs for a walk, get dressed, have breakfast. And, you know, for a lot of us, we can do things like take the dogs out in the morning, have a shower, do a couple of emails, drive to work, have a day at work, come back, maybe have another walk, make some supper, that type of thing. And you can make plans, but also keep them. And so what happens is when you have, so originally the whole idea of the spoon theory came about when there was a lady called Christine Messerandino, and she described what it's like to have a chronic illness. So in her case, it was lupus. And she, it was how the spoon theory came about. And she was describing it to her friend because her friend said, hey, what does, what does it feel like to have lupus? And, and so she was describing it to her friend and she grabbed loads of spoons from their table and from other tables. And she said, okay, so looking at these spoons, you have, and so she gave her friend these 12 spoons and she said, okay, each spoon represents a, a unit of energy. And she then said to her friend, okay, describe your day for me. And what Christine then did is for every task that her friend described, she took a spoon away. So took one away for showering, took one away for getting dressed with her painful joints, took one away for standing on a train. She skipped lunch, so she lost a spoon. And what she basically meant is by the time all the spoons were gone, she had very little energy to do anything else. Um, and, and that's how the whole idea or the theory of um, the spoon theory grew and became quite a big um, like language in autoimmune disease. Um, some people call themselves spoonies. And, um, and so that's how it came about, you know, thinking about how many spoons you have and, you know, how you can or can't plan ahead. And when you think about um, spoon theory or your spoon draw in terms of, um, say, for example, autism or being a parent of a child with additional needs or being a young person or an adult who has, you know, a, a, a chronic illness, for example, or um, you know, if you are an autistic person or you have ADHD, 
it just um and it helps to kind of think about it in terms of how much energy is taken up in terms of your social energy your sensory energy your intellectual energy um each day and that can be measured in spoons i personally um and that's because of how my brain works i can't i can't get to grips with the idea of spoons but for me i use the analogy of a battery and i'll speak in percentages so each little bit of um a bar bar of battery left is you know the amount of energy i left so if i think there are some days when um so for example if i think back to about 4 months ago when i was severely severely anemic there were days when you know i would struggle just to get up i would struggle to have a shower and brush my teeth and take the dogs out for a quick walk or play with the dogs and do emails before i would leave in the work um in the morning to go to work okay um and there were days when i think okay did i lock the doors did i leave a note for the dog walker did i make sure that the cats were able to go out so all of these things were going on in my head and every little kind of thought took up energy um and if we think about uh the young people that i work with for example or that you might work with or your 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 kids or yourself every time that there is a a set of instructions that's been given or a set of work demands so emails that need to be sent um meetings that have to be held every time they have to organize themselves um or follow instructions for something they've not done before or cope with change so the time of the meeting has changed or there's a different teacher in science today um each one of those is going to cost us a spoon or a bar of energy so if we think about um you know sensory sensations for example really really um noisy um environment that's going to take a lot of energy so it's going to take spoon or bar of energy yeah if you think about having to deal with um a room that is incredibly bright or there's a flickering light or there's loads of information on the walls that's going to use up your energy just to try and stay regulated to try and stay calm and on task um it might be that they have to do group work or for them having to go and have break time or lunch time is not actually relaxing because actually there is the social side there's the noise there's the lack of structure there's um a lot of children running about playing different games um and you know it might be wet play or suddenly there is um you know instead of the normal play there's um a performing theater coming so it's all of that change um and 
And what you can do is you can try and save a spoon, try and save some energy by shutting off, by trying to be alone, by withdrawing, um, just so that you can then almost reset to get through the next stage. Okay. So quite often what I see is in the morning, there are kids who seem absolutely fine, but by the time it comes to pick up or by the time they get home, they really, really struggle. They become really dysregulated. Um, and, and this can vary. So one day they could have these meltdowns and another day they could be absolutely fine. Um, or, you know, um, those parents who describe their kids as having a meltdown the minute they come out of school, um, and getting them to do anything, even just choose their snacks, making that simple decision, even just do their homework or change out of their uniform seems like such a massive task that actually they have a meltdown. Um, you know, there may be times where you're at work and you have someone who you work with who just can't socialize or they seem really distracted or really distressed. Um, and, you know, it might be that you think, okay, so in the afternoons, I need to really add a lot more structure. I might need to teach someone social skills. Um, you know, you might wrongly assume that the parent isn't tough enough. And you might try and put all types of support in place, but it doesn't really work. And it's just that we've used up our energy. We've used up our spoons and there is just no more energy left. And I, um, I've spoken before about saying to my family when I, um, especially when the boys were younger, I'd come home and I'd go, guys, I'm actually, my battery's at like 5%. So please just give me a moment to physically recharge. Yeah. Or I would, um, you know, some days I just, all I could manage was just putting my hand up in front of them and saying, I just can't. Um, but being able to have someone who you can use that kind of language with or that communication with is really, really so important because you know, if I snap them, then at least they can kind of see where it's come from. But by me also saying, actually, I have nothing left to give, they can then go, okay, let's just step back and wait. Um, you know, and it might be that outside, the, in outside of the world, I'm keeping it together, I'm smiling, I'm upbeat, I'm laughing and joking. And the minute I get into the safety of my car, the minute I open my front door and I get into the safety and the familiarity of my home, I can just be myself and just um, withdraw or just zone out, just lie on the sofa because I have nothing left at that point. Or I might have a huge meltdown over something as simple as a spoon that's not been put in the dishwasher. Um, 
you know, literally the spoon that broke the camel's back. Um, and, and so what we need to do is think of ways that we can give ourselves and the, the people in our lives that we work with or that we live with ways to add to their supply, ways to recharge their batteries. Um, and, you know, the simple things you can do, like having regular integrated sensory breaks, whether these are calming sensory breaks, whether they are more alerting sensory breaks. Um, you know, think about your environment. Think about where you can go, which is going to be easily accessible, um, where it can be calmer. Is there somewhere where you can make it darker? Can you put a blanket over a table and your child can sit under the table in the dark and feel like they're being enclosed or cocooned? Um, can I go and sit in the bathroom and turn the lights off and just have that time to just get away? Um, can I drive the long route home with the same song on repeat? Um, literally 17 times just to try and get some more energy to try and recharge. Okay. Thinking about if you're going to give tasks or homework, break it up into little chunks. Um, you know, use your little visual cues or your written cues and only show them one at a time. It can be really overwhelming if you have a massive list of everything that needs to be done. Um, just show them one at a time or three at a time. Um, yeah, so think about doing things like that. Think about doing, setting up systems and structures um, where a person can let you know or communicate that they're struggling, okay? They might just, you know, say that it's it's a communication spoon or that they can't recognize that they're struggling before it's too late. Um, so it's just thinking about ways that's going to be useful to each individual person and knowing when and how to reduce those demands that we are placing on them. Um, make sure that there's time to do activities that you're really interested in, that you are interested in, that your child is really interested in, just because that will be you know, if you're motivated, you're already halfway there in terms of the energy. Um, make it really easy for them to request just to leave the situation, to be able to just leave a room without being questioned. They can just hold up a card and know that the teacher is not going to question them. And they will know that that young person is just going to leave the room. They're going to do a couple of laps of the school or the ground floor and then come back again. Okay, so let them have as many frequent breaks as they need to. In terms of, of things like assignments and homework, I really think those things should be done at school. Um, and if you are going to have to do it, then think about being flexible. Think about whether they really need to do it then. Um, and yeah, just think about whether it's absolutely necessary. Okay. Think about how we can ease a child into their day. So if I think about myself, there are some days 
well, many days, and I've I've spoken about this several times, where I just cannot. The idea of having to brush my teeth can be so so hard, and I I, I know it might sound completely ridiculous because it's, you know, it's just brushing my teeth. But there are days when my mind is so preoccupied. Um, and for that reason, what I've done is I have a toothbrush in the shower. I have a toothbrush in the bathroom upstairs. I have a toothbrush in the bathroom downstairs. I have a toothbrush in my drawer at work and I have one in my bag so that if I have forgotten at some point, I can do it another point. And that just takes my mind off things. It just takes the stress away. Um, you know, so it's it's little things like that. Um, things like when you are working with someone or you have a family member who's struggling with showering and the physical act of holding themselves up in the shower, say, you know what, why don't you just sit in the shower? You can either just sit on the floor of the shower, let the water just go over you, um, or, you know, um, get one of the shower chairs. So really try and make things as simple as possible. Um, and think about kind of the whole week as well, what you're going to structure in. If you know that there is a trip on Wednesday, then have a really chilled afternoon on Tuesday, um, or in fact, the whole of Tuesday, because it's going to take a huge amount of energy and effort of spoons to go on a school outing, to cope with that change. Um, the different environments, the different sensory input um, that's coming in there. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, just just think about what you can do to support them. Um, think about what you can do to make things simpler for them. And also remember that it's not just about them. Think about yourselves. Think about what you have to do. Are you trying to do too much? Are you trying to fit too much in? Do you need to actually go, right, that's it. I do not have any spoons left for socializing. And so what I did a couple of weekends ago, I've one of my absolutely bestest, dearest friends I was able to say to her, I'm really unable to socialize today. And she absolutely knew. And she said, okay, that's fine. Can you cope with me coming to knock on your door and bring chocolates? And I said, not actually. Um, but being able to do that is, is really, really helpful. So think about yourself, think about your life, think about your day. and. Don't try and overdo it. Yeah. Don't try and do everything. You need time. You need space as well. Um, and quite often it might just be a simple thing of I have been at clinic all day. I have spoken to most of the members of my team. I've spoken to a new parent. I've done a telephone consultation. I've gone to a school for a school visit. That actually, when I then come home, all I want to do is not talk. 
or just go for a walk um, and just have real quiet time um, and make making sure that you can try and fit that in. And I know it's not easy. I mean, it is, it's really hard, but being open about it and speaking to your family um, so that they know actually mom says she doesn't have a spoon left right now. She needs to recharge or her battery is a little bit low, you know, being open about it and saying, dude, I just, just don't have the energy right now. Just give me like 10 minutes. Um, you know, and, and, and just being open about it and making it just a way of communicating so that it is, it just becomes more natural. Okay. So I hope that that's been helpful. Um, take care of yourselves. Make sure that you don't use up all your spoons on things which are not necessary or don't serve you or don't feed your soul. Um, have a fantastic week and remember connection is everything bye